Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and today we are going to be talking about remembering sacred pleasure and reclaiming our feminine bliss. Our amazing guest for today is Nicole Popakatsenda, and she is a womb shaman, an embodiment and transformational mentor trained in the ancient feminine healing arts. She's the creatrix of Womb Bliss and M. Rahma Mystery School. Her work focuses on harmonizing ancestral and collective soul DNA to birth the new potential of love and Shakti on earth. Nicole is passionate about the power of nature and the embodiment of the primordial and cosmic wisdom in the body temple to catalyze the awakening of our full potential and original love bliss blueprint. Ah, that sounds so beautiful already. Thank you so much for being here, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me, Emmy. It's a pleasure. Uh, it's a blessing to have you with us, and I'm so excited to learn more from you today. Let's delve straight in, Nicole. Um, since the podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I always love to start with the question, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you? Mm, so I feel that it's so vast that I find it challenging to put in words, but I'm going to try. So to me, sacred fem feminine power is when we tap into the ability to be a vessel for the divine um, flow, the Shekinah to, to move through us. So we are the embodiment of creation and our innate relationship with, with the nature, the cycles of nature um, is the sacred feminine power. But there's so many layers to that. There's so many levels to that, that I feel like um, um, it's hard to define. So the sacred feminine power is our ability to be full spectrum, to be able to feel all um, that this body can allow us to feel. So that means we can feel grief and bliss and, and despair and happiness and, and, and feel the earth and feel the elements. So it's our ability to feel and commune with nature and with the environment um, or the the space the field around us so this is the best i could try to define um sacred feminine power mm, oh, i love that and i especially like the way you use the term be full spectrum that is such a beautiful way of describing the the multi-layered and the multi-dimensional concept that sacred, that sacred feminine power really truly is. So thank you for that. Now, Nicole, could you share one challenge from your life that you face that has helped you to activate this sacred feminine power in you and in your life? So when I contemplate about that, I feel that like my entire life has been the challenge you know to to i cannot pinpoint one specifically so when reflecting there's 
it has been so many times, you know, that life has asked me to actually embody a little bit more of this sacred feminine power. Um, but uh, in one occasion, um, very, very interesting occasion is when I used to live in New York, I was um, constantly angry, right? So I was angry, I was triggered I, as an empath. I couldn't cope with everything that it was happening around me, you know, living in the concrete jungle. It was, it was really, really challenging. So I used to feel um, yeah, like taking the, the, the train or, or the metro, like public transportation, so all sorts of emotions going around. So I was being very triggered by, by the amount of energies that I was feeling. So I was um, guided in a specific session um, to connect with my... I was guided in a specific session to connect with my womb at the time. Uh, the sister that has guided me, she didn't refer as my womb, but she referred as my sacral. So she said, you're holding too much anger, too much uh, emotions in your sacral uh, chakra. And this is not a good thing for you because maybe in the future you might have problems with fertility. You know, we're talking about back in 2011. So mm -hmm. I was not still consciously... Um, diving into the womb wisdom so i feel this was like the doorway into into this um into reclaiming the womb power i mean the the womb wisdom so i was struggling with um with all this full spectrum of emotions that we can feel and and i was guided to actually start bringing light into my womb space even though it was not referred as my womb space so to actually clear out some of those emotions so i feel that back then then uh, it was the beginning of my um, reawakening um, of my bliss instinct yeah so i had shut down um, from other challenges in the past i had shut down this ability to feel bliss and pleasure and I was in the anger and frustration and um, and being triggered and then of course this was also reflecting with my in my menstrual cycle so I was um, having really bad PMSing you know where I actually could feel the nerves in my skin so this was a really challenging time to be able to cope with the environment that I was living in which was not the ideal place for me and and to be able to to move through the resistance that was in me to actually feel pleasure so i i i want to go into the topic that we're talking about because it's easy it's clear for me to see that i was like holding in this anger this anger and actually tuning in to the frustration of others and, you know, and the anger of others, um, you know, of this rat race that you can, you can uh, experience in big cities, especially New York. 
So this was a big challenge. Uh, I was, I, I, it's kind of hard to pinpoint because my entire experience in New York has been uh, a big challenge, except for the first three years, which was very, uh, was discovering and enjoying um, life in a new city, you know, in a new country. I was 20 years old, so that was fun. But after that, after two, three years, then things started going into like, um, a challenge. So, mm. yes, this is this is as as far as I can pinpoint. You know, a specific challenge like to be able to feel not less, but to be able to tune in to other feelings and not be into um, in the spectrum of. Uh, frustration and anger and nervousness so yeah mm. beautiful thank you for sharing so vulnerably about that and i think it will resonate with a lot of listeners especially the aspect of so many of us living or having lived lives that are very busy and very full and filled with constant action and having to do and be all the time which is very much the, the masculine way of being, which can have a lot of benefits. But when mm -hmm. we overdrive with that, it can certainly start shutting us down or filling us with frustration or anger, as was the case for you. So thank you for sharing that. And wow. I think you have already started alluding uh, to the the divine meaning or the hidden blessing in that seeming challenge when you started talking about the bliss instinct. I would love to hear more about that, Nicole. Yeah, so I've, I've realized that I started from the end and then I moved to the challenge. Uh, it's kind of, um, when I had the session with the sister, I was taking a course uh, called Women in Blissness. So it was a very interesting online course and I feel that the sister brought me into the space where it needed attention, which was my womb space, right? So she didn't refer, but she brought my awareness into, okay, you're holding on to emotions that are not um, supporting you. I feel that probably a couple months after that, I've started studying a system of DNA activation through the glands, activating the bliss instinct that is present in each energy center of our bodies being the glands that are the gateway. So our glands are the gateway to, to the energy centers. And, and that took me in a, in a very, 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 very powerful journey of really shedding um, so many things, like not only emotionally, but in my life that were not supporting um, myself that were not allowing me to to actually experience bliss and I, I i you know the name of my sacred work it's womb bliss and i like to always mention that when i refer to bliss i don't refer as only feeling bliss as like this expansion feeling of joy and and pleasure and and ecstatic, you know, like this expansion of, of emotions that bliss can, can bring to us. But bliss, it's always, it's also when we are not feeling, when we are feeling grief, bliss can still be present. You know, I feel that 
um, as I mentioned earlier, being a full spectrum being, we cannot expect that we will feel um, bliss or, or devotion or, um, you know, let's call the, the, the emotions, they're actually expansive, you know, that expand us. We're not going to feel that every day, all day. You know, this is not being a human, you know, this is not, not, not to say that we cannot arrive to, to this state where most of the time we are feeling those, um, we, are, we are feeling bliss. But I like to also say for the listeners to know that um, I'm not here to say that, you know, in, that we only feel bliss. No, we actually can have the bliss in the background holding the space as we journey through difficult feelings, you know, because this, it's bound to happen. So when I started this um, bliss instinct journey, I went into this amazing state of expansion, you know, like amazing experiences that followed by a contraction where actually things, um, certain experiences took place, certain things happen in order for me to actually heal and then move forward to another octave of this bliss. So this is pretty much what happens. And I feel that it has, you know, it has started in 2011 and it's a continuous journey into um, expanding and opening to, to our bliss instinct. So um, not only as women, but we, you know, in, 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 a, in a whole level as humanity, we have been conditioned to shut down our sacred pleasure ability. And what I mean by sacred pleasure is pleasure, it's not only sexual pleasure, because pleasure is our ability to feel with the senses, with all the senses we have, um, joy and bliss. So I can feel pleasure by looking at a beautiful fabric or by touching a beautiful fabric. I can feel pleasure by uh, smelling the perfume of a flower or by smelling coffee or by feeling the water um, running through my body as I take a shower. So um, activating our bliss instinct and opening to sacred pleasure reclaiming our ability to feel bliss it's it's a journey of like allowing the parts of us that are holding and resisting to feel pleasure and and allow pleasure to to be felt through all the senses so i just wanted to i'm going into a, a spiral over here but i just wanted to make clear that bliss it's present no matter what is unfolding in our lives and we always have this choice and this option to tune into it sometimes we like to stay in in other frequencies we like to stay a bit longer in despair because of any reasons that it's not it's not important to bring it up here but what is important is that Bliss is there because it's our innate blueprint. Is It is of love and bliss, you know, so it's present within us. And now more than ever with what it's unfolding in the world, we need to reclaim that. 
Um, so. Mm. Yes, I, I love that our innate blueprint is love or, or bliss. And absolutely, that is so true. But why do you think, Nicole, it is that so many of us are restricting ourselves from feeling pleasure or from feeling that bliss? Well, because we have been indoctrinated for thousands of years, you know, to, to actually that we are sinful, you know, mm. that feeling, that actually feeling, um, and again, I don't refer to sexual pleasure only, but feeling pleasure or, or being um, open to experience, to indulge in, in, the, in the abundance of, um, of pleasure that it's available out there in nature, for us, you know, it's uh, it's dangerous. It's sinful. So we have shut down, and we are um, we are holding also, you know, thousands of years of of suppression of this, you know, through our um, ancestors. We we received what our ancestors. So sometimes, like working with the feminine, for me, it's very interesting because sometimes I tend to forget that actually <laughs> we have been restricted to this for so long so mm -hmm. of course it takes like in and it's a, such an interesting multi-layer um uh, issue that it takes it takes a lot of like i i see like when i think about my journey i can see how much i have open like when i look at when i was a a young girl and then a teenager, like all the phases, you know, like as a young girl, it was, yeah, like all of us as children, if you look at children, you can see they're like, they're, they're, you know, pleasure is everything for them, you know, they're experiencing life in such an innocent way and they're enjoying the, the, the sensations that they can feel with the physical body, you know, in a pleasurable way. And then we are restricted somehow, you know, there's so many restrictions that comes from our parents, from our society, from, and it comes from the inherent um, restrictions that our parents received, you know, and then especially as women, yesterday we were speaking in my, in a call that I had, you know, like some women might shut down their, their, beauty or their ability to feel not even just pleasure but ability to feel because it's not safe mm. to feel or to be beautiful or to express your bliss to vibrate your bliss you know it's dangerous because yeah maybe someone it's gonna um attack you or maybe you know all the things all the memories that we are holding so it's um um, it's such a complex thing that I rather even not dive in there, but more so dive into how can we, um, you know, gently start opening back to, to our ability to, to feel pleasure, um, to be open to, to the powerful codes of bliss that exist inside of us and in nature and where that can let lead us. Mm. 
Yes, I resonate with that very strongly. And as you were talking about women having shut down their ability to feel because it's not safe or it's not safe to be beautiful or vibrate their own beauty. I was also thinking about the men in this instance who also in many, many cultures and societies in our world have been from a very, very early age being taught not to, not to cry, not to show emotions yeah. because those are signs of weakness. And just as much, uh, it, it might not be, it might not be a, threat for men in the same way as it is a threat for women to show their beauty or to shine their bliss but they certainly have a lot of wounding to break through as well in terms of being able to feel and show their emotions as well yes i agree with you yes a hundred percent and i was just focusing on the on women but yes for men as well like how you know if they're able to tap into this uh, pure ability of, you know, like, a, like, I don't want to go into this line, but also for men, like we women, our entire body is a pleasure center, right? So we don't need to like talking about going a little bit on the sexual pleasure. So our entire body is, is a, um, it's a garden for pleasure or off pleasure. So we don't need to just go into the yoni to feel pleasure. And I believe for men is exactly the same. So for them it might not be so easy to feel um, um, everywhere in the body because they're, as you said, more shut down into the feeling. But it's so important as well for them to open to um, to feel pleasure, for example, by looking at nature, you know, and, and feel, and I'm not talking about sexual pleasure, but the pleasure to take in the beauty of nature, the pleasure to take in the smell of um, the aroma of coffee, the aroma of, um, of delicious food, you know, and, and how much that can, can heal us individually but collectively as well so mm. yes and so many beautiful healing opportunities certainly being presented to us especially now with the massive paradigm shift that we're going through from a what has been a very patriarchal context for thousands of years towards a more feminine towards a softer way of being and living on this on this beautiful planet of ours Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. So, Nicole, um, when I introduced you in the beginning, I, I mentioned briefly about your mystery school, M. Rahma. I would love to hear a bit more about that, if you don't mind sharing with us. Yes, sure. So, I have a very strong um, lineage with uh, Semitic um, bloodlines or lines however we want to define so i've i am originally from brazil but i am have always been fascinated by uh the middle east and the you know the ancient world of uh babylon and samaria and and i have also hebrew roots so the word rahma it's um, an Aramaic word 
for womb. Mm. And it's such a powerful word and it's so, actually it's so profound because in Hebrew and Arabic, so in Hebrew the word uh, for womb it's rechem and in Arabic the word for womb it's rahim. So it's very, very similar. They're both Semitic words, you know, and coming from the root rahma which actually in Hebrew and Arabic, it also, it also means merciful. So being that the womb is this space, right, where spirit comes to matter and, and something that it's also so beautiful is that um, in Arabic, you have in Islam, you have the 99 names of God and one of the names of God, it's Al-Rahim, mm. which is the same root as womb. So we can see like how um, in this Abrahamic religions, they are mainly patriarchal. There's so many codes of the feminine there is present. So for quite some years, I've been feeling this um, calling to actually create a mystery school. And uh, uh, not long ago, the name of it came to me. So Rahma being this beautiful and powerful word of, you know, meaning womb. There's also a meaning um, that I, I've learned with my teachers. I've, I haven't found that in any sources that also means love and M is the word for mother and also in Aramaic. So I came with this M Rahma, which is the school um, that brings back this feminine wisdom, this womb consciousness um, that we are all called to return to it, right? So. I am uh, I'm excited about it and I feel that there's so much mysteries for me as well within this mystery school. I'm just really listening to the calling and and going for for the sharing of this feminine wisdom that I feel that it's so deeply encoded in the Semitic um, lineages that are very present um, for me. It's funny, I like to say I, I am from a tropical country, right? I am from Brazil, but I feel the most uh, at home when I'm in the desert. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like the desert lives inside of me. And when I tune in to the wisdom that it's present in the, in the Semitic lineages, Emrahma, is the is the mystery of the womb that it's still to reveal for me as well and uh, and for all of us that are in this in this transformative and this evolutionary journey here on earth right now so uh, the return of womb consciousness so we can uh, return to a more inclusive and way of living in harmony with nature, in harmony with our our bodies. And I believe that embracing and reclaiming sacred pleasure, it's, uh, it's one of the ways to, to birth this um, 
this new earth, you know, as, as, um, as, as I don't want to say as fast, but it's a way of birthing new earth. Yeah. It's a way mm -hmm. of, um, embodying, um, the cosmic wisdom and grounding here on earth so we can see the changes that we, we all have signed up to be part of it, to be active participants of it. So um, I'll be, um, leading a nine moon uh, journey for women at this moment, you know, to connect with, with um, this bliss instinct um, that I've mentioned earlier and to connect with the yoni and the womb through the grill gates. So we may, um, yeah, we may embody what is it that our soul, um, the soul gifts that we have for these times of transformation and, and change. Mm, absolutely beautiful. And you have said it in such a graceful way. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, if, if our listeners are interested in, in your nine moon journey, how do they find you? Where do they find you? So they can reach out uh, at this point um, via email. So it's uh, womb, so W-O-M-B dot bliss, B-L-I-S-S at gmail.com. So I have not um, published anything yet as this program. It's actually for the women, not only, but this is a program for the women that have been working with me already. Mm. But I also have that open for anyone that feels called to participate. So uh, hopefully um, soon that will be out on my website and my Facebook. Mm -hmm. But if someone hears and would like to know more, yes, the best way at this moment will be to email me. And yes, so let's, um, let's activate our bliss instinct and and see what is it that we are here to birth and co-create together with with Gaia. Mm, absolutely. Now you've certainly given us a lot of information, a lot of food for thought here, Nicole. So thank you for that. Uh, could you still tell us about the offer that you have for our listeners today? Yes. So uh, I going back to the to the semantic world, yeah, going back to, to my connection with the, the fertile crescent. Um, so this beautiful sacred pleasure transmission was recorded by the shores of the Red Sea in Sinai, the Sinai Peninsula, which actually happens to be the land of the moon as um, Sinai or Sina means moon in the semantic um, mm -hmm. language and so and also Sinai is the land of Lilith uh, and Hathor the goddess Hathor of the Egyptian pantheon so this was a very um, uh, powerful transmission that I recorded and so if you would like to actually swim in the Red Sea which is um, such a magical uh, sea in real life, but as well for me is 
um, you know, the symbology of the Red Sea, it feels very, very deeply connected to, to our Red Sea, our Red River, which is our menstruation and this um, sacred power of the feminine that is, um, that is our menstrual blood. So yeah, I hope you enjoy and uh, receive the code that was shared through that transmission. And yeah, and feel free to, to write to me if you have any insights that you would like to share from the transmission. And uh, just again, you know, this, this journey of opening for uh, bliss and sacred pleasure, it's a beautiful uh, spiral journey. So perhaps today I can only open a little bit for it. Yeah, but maybe in, in you know, it, some weeks I can open a little bit more and, you know, you know that very well, Emmy, that when we are working with the feminine path, uh, we are working with a gentle, um, with a gentle frequency. We are not pushing, we are not forcing, we are working with uh, our body timing, what, what, what is important for us, um, how, how we can do it, you know, so there's no pushing. So um, I'm certain that this, um, this sacred pleasure transmission can ignite something inside of you that might lead you to um, uh, some insights of how you can open more for sacred pleasure or what is it that it might be holding you back from, from experiencing or from opening to feel pleasure in all its forms so remembering that pleasure it's not only sexual like meaning sexual uh, interaction you know pleasure doesn't come only from sexual interaction pleasure comes from from being alive yeah from being in the body and sometimes um with uh with a lot of, you know, the disconnection of being present in the body and being rooted into the earth for many of spiritual people, like we tend to really disconnect and disassociate with the body and just connect with, you know, with spirit and with the celestial realms and which is very, very beautiful. But honestly, we are here on the earth in the body. There's a reason for it, right? So we can deny the body you know if we just if we if we are um if we are here physically our physicality is equally important as our you know our spirituality or our spirit so there is no denying the body and and i think that this is also part of um sacred feminine power it's like okay it's reclaiming the body it's reclaiming the fullness of the body and not just um, being in the mind, for example, you know, and connecting with, with spirit through, through the dream paths and through, you know, and through beautiful visions, but actually experiencing spirit through the body, through our, our connection with the earth, with the physical. So how can I, um, how can I embody more of my my souls my soul uh, gifts how can i embody more of that and experience on the earth 
on here in this reality and not disassociate from the physicality and stay into I, I just like like there's a lot of talk nowadays with ascension yeah that we are ascending and yes we are evolving and perhaps yes we are ascending to a more um, harmonious space but in order to really ascend i really feel that we must descend to the body so i i feel that i don't even for some reason nowadays don't even resonate with this feeling of ascension because i it, it just brings me this um image of actually disassociating from the body you know disassociating from our ability to feel you know, and and I don't believe that we sign up to come here to not feel the body, to disassociate from the body. It's through the body that we ascend, perhaps. Mm. So I don't know if that's uh, just making sense, but this is a um, something that I feel that it's it's really really important, and I myself experience this um, being unrooted and ungrounded for most of my life and not wanting to be here because again we feel so much here right so and i believe that i'm speaking with many um many people that are connected with spirituality or open for for um spirituality has experienced that as well this this uh, ungroundness so it's through the body that we ascend it's through feeling that we are able to evolve and go into a more perhaps lighter um, um, structure within our dna within ourselves so it's returning into into the earth and our ability to to feel and of course nowadays there's so much to you know there's a there's there's a huge issue with this epidemic that actually is, it's guiding people to feel fear and worry you know what's gonna be what's gonna happen so again we see how it's important for us to to go into feeling the pleasure and i'm not sure how to um at this point, you know, with everything that it's happening, perhaps for the listeners, your listeners, you know, they have a bigger understanding of what is unfolding. So they're able to shift their perception from fear and worry to, to actually, what is it? How can I serve what it's happening? How can I serve um, Gaia so we can ease what is happening in the world? So... Mm, yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much for that. That makes a lot of sense. And I have goosebumps all over me just listening to the messages that you're sharing. So very, very important for all of us to remember to ground and root and really embody our experiences within our warm spaces and our own bodies. So thank you so much, Nicole. We're so blessed to have had you on the podcast today. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for having, thank you for having me. What a pleasure. Beautiful. Thank mm. you. So let's just for a moment, uh, bring our awareness and our, our intention to the positive energy that's just been activated and the seeds of wisdom that have been sown. 
and send this positive energy to everybody, everywhere on our planet, to truly remember that we are all one and to support us as we step into our sacred feminine power. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Mm.